Want to create a compelling presentation in half the time? Grab your copy of the C-Methods presentation and speech template. This free template will help you plan, write and prepare a speech or presentation that will engage, influence and inspire your audience every time. Download it for free at thecmethod.com slash speech template. That's thecmethod.com slash speech template. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Well, hello there, Rockstar. Christina with you here for episode 102 of Stand Out, Get Noticed. I hope you're doing great today. I'm doing pretty well myself. This is part four in the public speaking mini course, and it's all about audience engagement. So you've discovered how to plan, how to write and deliver your presentation with confidence in the last few episodes. And today we're going to look at how to really engage your audience. So how to hold their attention in order to make your speech or presentation even more effective. Now, if you haven't been listening to the last few episodes of the public speaking mini course, make sure you check out episodes 98, 99, 100 and 101. In 100, we had a little bit of a break there. So 98, 99 and 101 for the rest of that mini course. So this episode is for you if you want your audience to pay attention to every word you say and to leave the room feeling inspired by a presentation or compelled to do something. Oh, and if you want to really enjoy the experience of public speaking and to build your confidence with it too, then you may want to listen to this too. But just a warning though, some of the stuff I'll be sharing will require a bit of a leap out of your comfort zone, okay? But if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you'll know that getting out of your comfort zone is one of the best ways to accelerate your confidence and your speaking skills. That's what, that's what I believe anyway. So I challenge you to take on at least one thing that I share in this episode. Cool? Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash PS4. That's PS4 as in public speaking part four. Now, for those of you who have been paying attention and wanting to get your hands on the Overcome Public Speaking Anxiety training course, which I've been talking about releasing over the last few weeks, make sure you listen until the end to hear when and where you can get it. Okay, let's get into the content of this week's episode how to really engage your audience. So tell me if this has ever happened to you. You get up to speak to a group, maybe you're running a team meeting or you're presenting to a client or pitching a new idea to the executive board or even giving a Toastmasters speech and you start to get the feeling that your audience is, well, losing interest. Maybe they start looking at their phones or doodling in their notepad or worse, they start fidgeting, yawning, perhaps even whispering to the person next to them. And you immediately start to think, oh no, they're getting bored. I'm losing them. So feeling slightly flustered, you start to speed up. You hope that if you finish the presentation faster, they won't be as bored and you can get out of there sooner. And then this leads them to paying even less attention because they can't even keep up with what you're saying. And this is what happens when your audience is not engaged. So what does being engaging actually look like? Well, a presentation is not a one-way conversation. It's two-way. So if you feel like you're doing all the talking and getting no responses back, you probably don't have much engagement. Engagement occurs when you have people's attention and they are actively listening to what you're saying. And you can tell that people are engaged through their nonverbal communications. So you're not actually 
having people say stuff back to you. But if you're getting eye contact from them, if they're smiling, if they're putting their hands up, you know, doing what you tell them to do, if they're actively participating, then that's what engagement looks like. Okay, now I'm going to share with you, I've got seven tends to always be seven ways or seven steps, seven tips for you on how you can be better at engaging your audience. Number one, be aware of and involve the whole space. Now, a lot of people when they present, it's as if they're in this, you know, three by three foot invisible square box and they don't want to look out of it. They don't want to move out of it. They keep their heads down looking at their notes. They don't, you know, glance up. They don't look at the audience and they don't move around. They're sort of stuck in this little, in this little box. Now, if you want to engage the audience, you have to acknowledge them and pretend that you are as in, I mean, your space takes up the entire room. So the way you can do this is to look out to the back of the room, scan the whole audience and move around, feel comfortable enough to take up space. Okay. So get out of that box. Behind the lectern is the worst place that you can stand because there's a physical barrier there between you and the audience. So if you can move out of the lectern, move around the stage, okay? And then when you gesture, gesture nice and big as if you want to take up the entire room. And this is how you involve the audience through your non-verbal communication. It doesn't matter what you're saying, but if you're doing this with your body and moving around, then that will already increase the engagement with the audience because you're acknowledging and involving the entire space, okay? And I know this can be difficult because it's like you're exposing yourself on all sides, which we're terrified of usually, which is why people stand behind the lectern because it's like, oh, here's a, a safe barrier where people can't see me. You just need to practice getting comfortable with being exposed on all sides, which comes back to being comfortable with who you are and not minding that people are going to be looking at you, which I know takes time, but this is something that you can work towards. Number two, be a strong leader. Now, when you're standing up there giving a speech or presentation, you're the one running the show here. I want you to think of yourself as a leader. You're leading the audience, okay? And people will follow you, i.e. they will engage with you if you lead. I just had a conversation yesterday with Sari Delamotte, who um, I interviewed for this podcast. You'll probably hear from her next week. And she says to act the part of a strong leader who deserves to be there. And you can show this through your nonverbal. So the way you hold yourself, the way you walk, the way you look up at the audience and say, yes, I need a volunteer. And you point nice and strong. If you show people that you believe that you deserve to be there and that you're a strong leader who's running this show, then they will be more likely to engage with you. The audience can tell if you don't have control of that situation. And the last thing you want is for the audience to then start to lead, to to then start to talk or drift off and not pay attention. So you have to show them that this is your time to shine. You're a strong leader and you're going to show them that they need to listen and how they're going to participate. Number three, start early. One thing that I've discovered is that if you want the audience to engage with you, you've got to do it as soon as possible in your presentation so that you actually educate them that this will be an engaging presentation. Okay, so if you do, say, a 15-minute monologue 
and don't engage the audience at all and then all of a sudden you try and get them to, oh, raise your hand, who's done this? Or you try to ask them a question and get a response. They're going to be sitting there going, what, what, wait, I thought this was a monologue and that you didn't need our participation. On the other hand, if you come out and in the very first 30 seconds you say, hey, raise your hand, who's here to learn more about this topic? Who's here to do this? Who's here to do that? All right, I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell and explain to them, blah, blah, blah. If you do that at the very start, they're going to go, oh, okay, this is one of those presentations where I'm going to be expected to work and play along and join in. This isn't just a sit back and receive presentation. So I encourage you to start early, get them engaging early on, and then it'll get easier and easier throughout the presentation because they've been educated on how to do so. Number four. Make it about the audience, not about you. Most people, when they get up to present, they get up and they start talking about themselves and what they've done and I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to talk about that. If you really want to engage your audience, you've got to talk about them. Think about why are they here? What did they want to get out of it? I mentioned this in the last point. You can get out there and instead of saying, I'm going to talk about this, you say, okay, we're all here to learn about X, Y, Z. Now, who is here to do blah? And you raise your hand and you get them to raise their hand. You say, who else is here to do this? Who's from here? Who's from there? So you want to get that feedback from the audience nice and early and get them understanding that this presentation is actually about them and it's about the results that they're going to get as a result of what you're going to talk about. I try to do this in all of my presentations and I use the rule of three, which is... You ask three questions and the third one is kind of funny. So the first two are normal and the third are funny. So, for example, when I was emceeing the Run the World conference uh, on Saturday, I put my hand up and I said, who's here to learn from and be inspired by all our amazing speakers? And so a bunch of people put their hands up. I then said, who's here to meet and connect with other like-minded people? A bunch of people put their hands up. And then I said, who's here for the free cupcakes? And then, of course, a bunch of people put their hands up. Now, this is a way that you can also add humor into your presentation, but it's a great way to get people engaged and energized as well at the start. So you're making it about them. So for your next presentation, I challenge you to, how, how can you make it more about your audience? What questions can you ask? What results are they going to get that you can share with them before you've even started talking about you and what you do? Point number five or tip number five Get the audience moving. Now, one reason why audiences disengage is because they've been sitting still for really, really long. And when we sit still, when we get stagnant, our brains start to get stagnant as well. And, you know, we don't have oxygen moving around our bodies, which means we're less likely to focus and we're more likely to fall asleep. So it's for the audience's own good that you get them moving. Now, I'm not talking about, you don't have to do like an aerobics exercise uh, with them, but you can get them doing something as simple as clapping their hands. Um, you can get them to stand up and talk to each other. Movement means that their brains will fill with oxygen and they'll be much more likely to be alert, awake and engaged throughout the rest of your presentation. One thing that I like to do is I'll ask a question and maybe get a volunteer from the audience and say, hey, can you share what you just talked about or something that you've learned? And after they share, I tell everyone to give them a round of applause. 
Now, this works in two ways because not only does it make the person who just shared feel good because now they're getting a, a little reward, they're getting an applause, but it means the rest of the audience is getting more energized too because they are clapping. And if I'm getting people to talk to each other, so for example, um, introduce yourself to someone you haven't met and tell them what your biggest takeaway was from the last presentation or you know, what's one thing you're here to achieve, I'll get them to stand up and do that because simply standing up gets them moving a little bit more, moves the oxygen around their body, helps them to engage and focus more. Tip number six, lead by example. Pretend that you're an aerobics instructor at the front of an aerobics class. Now think about what an aerobics instructor looks like. How much energy do they have? Are they at 80%? Are they like, yeah, come on guys, kick your legs up, put your hands in the air? No, they are at 150% energy. They're going, come on. Their movements are big and sharp and they're super smiley and bouncy and so over the top. But the thing is, that's what they need to be at if they want you to get up to even 80%. An aerobics instructor is not going to get their class up to 100% energy if they are only at, say, 80% themselves. So it's exactly the same with you when giving your presentation or your speech. If you want people to follow along, raise their hands, clap, or whatever, you need to lead and show them how to do that and do it extra energetic. And I know it feels a bit weird because that's not how you would usually act, but that's what you need to do. If you want people to raise their hand, you need to show them how to raise their hand. You say, raise your hand if this, and you've got to stick your hand straight up in the air, make it nice and strong so they see what it looks like. If you go, oh, so raise your hand if you are here to do this, and you just keep your hands down, then they're going to be like, oh, does, what do you mean? Does, does she want us to raise our, our hand? Like how high? Like I can just put up a little bit here. No, no, no. You need to show them this is how you put your hand up and like stick your hand up right in the air. You're the aerobics instructor. You need to be at 150% energy. And the seventh tip, my final tip for today is, oh, I realize I've already kind of mentioned this, but this is important. Get them talking and especially get them talking to each other. Just because you're the one delivering the presentation doesn't mean that you have to be the one who's talking all the time. This is not a monologue. Yes, you can get responses from your audience, you know, ask them a question and get them to share with you. But if your audience is a little bit shy, that might be difficult and they may, you may not get any volunteers to, you know, to respond to your questions. So a good way around this is to get people to talk to each other. So you say, okay, t- uh, turn to the person next to you and explain to them X, Y, Z. And then if you want them to share with you, one thing that I like to do is go up to someone and say, um, can you tell me who's the name of your partner and what did they share? So then that person is still engaging and they're still talking, but they're not talking about themselves, which some people can get a bit funny about. Instead, they're talking about their partner and what their partner said. And I found that people are usually much more willing and open to do this. So that's a really good way to get audience engagement. And also, When you show that, oh, I'm going to come into the audience, I'm going to ask you this question, I'm going to ask what your friend shared, then they're more likely to participate because they're going to go, oh, she might ask me, she might pick me out of the audience, so I'd better pay attention to what she's saying. Okay, so those are some simple things that you can do to get more engagement from your audience. Just to quickly recap, number one, be aware of and involve the entire space. Get out of your little box. Number two, be a strong leader act the part of someone who is running the show. 
Number three, start early. Engage them early. Don't wait until the end. Number four, make it about your audience, not you. Number five, get them moving, clapping, standing up, raising their hands. Get that oxygen flowing. Number six, lead by example. Be the super energetic aerobics instructor. And number seven, get them talking, especially to each other. Now, you might be wondering, but Christina, what if some of them just don't engage? What if I get nothing back from some of them? What do I do? Do I panic? My answer is don't panic. Focus instead on the ones who do engage. So not everyone is going to be happy about participating. Now, if you're a strong enough leader and you speak with enough conviction and energy, then most people should engage, right? They, they will be happy to follow you. But the ones who don't, who just sit there with a stony face and decide they just want to be grumpy, that's totally fine. Don't even look at them. Focus on the ones who are engaging. And don't be dis- disheartened if they don't respond. But as long as you focus on what you can control and focus on the people who are engaging with you, keep on doing that and that will definitely help. Okay, so those are my tips for better audience engagement when presenting to a group. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash PS4 if you want a written recap of those tips or if you want to send it on to someone who you think could also benefit. Okay, moving on to some news. Now, if you've been listening the last few weeks, you'll know that I am preparing to launch a public speaking training course, and it's called Overcome Public Speaking Anxiety. And it's designed to help you do just that, to overcome your nervousness, fear, and anxiety around public speaking. Now, I had originally planned to launch it today, but I have had some technical difficulties with the launch, which I'm not too happy about. But hey, this sometimes happens. I'm fully aware of it. So I'm delaying the release of it. But if you do want to be the one of the first to get it, I am putting it up for pre-sale, which will give you 50% off the regular price. So I'm putting that up now and it's available to purchase in the pre-sale and you'll be the first to get your hands on it also at a very nice discount. So a little bit more about the actual course Uh, like I said, overcome public speaking anxiety. The reason why I'm focusing on this is because public speaking is 80% mindset and 20% skill. And by this, I mean that you can have great content written out, but if your thoughts are crippling you, it's going to hold you back and prevent you from being as confident and effective as you can possibly be. And to make it super easy and simple to follow the course, it's structured around the common crippling thoughts that I see all the time. Thoughts like, I can't mess up, I have to be perfect, and I have to know the answer to every question, and I have to remember everything. I dive deep into each of these beliefs, and I show you step-by-step how to overcome each one. And then each lesson comes with an exercise for you to do to help you to shift your beliefs around that crippling thought and to build your confidence for your next speaking experience. I'm super excited about this training and I can't wait to release it. I am super bummed that I can't get it to you this week, but hey, I realized that I can't always be perfect too. So that's the course. If you have any questions about it, email me cc at thecmethod.com. But if you do want to be one of the first to get your hands on it for a very nice discount of 50% off, go to thecmethod.com slash anxiety course. That's thecmethod.com slash 
anxiety course to be one of the first to access it. Okay, and that's all from me this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome, and I'll talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>